Welcome to the Your 850 Podcast with consumer advocate and Your 850 founder, Joey Scharf. I'm Tom Patton. Joey, you posted a story on your website recently concerning the CARES Act and consumer protections included in that legislation. Now, the story says there were several protections that were put in place for consumers, but what really happened? So one of the protections that were put into place for consumers from the CARES Act was that if your uh, student loan was affected, if you were not able to make a payment, then it was not supposed to be reporting onto your credit report as a derogatory account, but that did not happen. Um, The other thing that came into place from the CARES Act from student loans, all collection activities were to have been halted. And that also did not happen. In addition to the fact that one thing that did happen, the student loan providers set up all everybody who had federally backed student loans automatically set up each person in forbearance. So their borrowers, the consumers did not even have to make a phone call to their student loan provider. Great Lakes, Navient, Melnet just automatically put that forbearance into uh, play. So what did that mean then? When you're automatically placed in forbearance, even if you're still making your payments, what does that mean for the, for the borrower? You cannot even make your payments if your loan is in forbearance. There's no way to do it. Um, Now, before this happened, you used to be able to have your loan in deferment or forbearance and continue making payments. It would even give you the option. Do you want to pay down your principal during the forbearance period? Do you want to pay down your interest during the forbearance period? But people have been coming out stating that they are not able to make any payments whatsoever. And so now it came into a situation to where because all of these loans have been put into forbearance, it dropped consumers' score um, reporting on their credit report. The CARES Act stated if the account had already been current and not past due, which means you were not 30, 60, 90 days behind, But if you were current and you had to go into forbearance, this was not to have any adverse effect on your credit report. But as this rolled out, people are finding and learning that that's not happening. That is not the case. Borrowers are actually seeing anywhere from 10 to 100 point drop. And these are people that have good credits. These are people that were even current and uh, with their student loan up to when this happened and who did not even make a phone call to request that their student loans be in forbearance. What gave those companies the authority to just put those loans in forbearance? Were the the borrowers even notified? When COVID happened and the CARES Act was pushed through, nobody knew what they were doing how things were going to happen and, 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 you know, the consequences of it. So um, they, you know, maybe, and this is just my guess. I think that the student loan providers thought that they were doing a good deed by just helping everybody. Um, For one, if you think about, okay, so this pandemic hit and stores had to close and, you know, shopping malls, 
companies had to close because people were contacting this COVID. So the student loan uh, places that, you know, the servicing companies also had to work on what they were going to do when it came to collections because they had to work on social distancing. What we think about a call center, um, a, a, a room filled with people where desks are pretty, you know, very much close together. And then all of a sudden, most of them cannot go to work. Maybe they were sick or, um, you know, uh, uh, there wasn't enough room in that, in that building to provide social distancing for everybody. So, you know, they had to figure out, okay, what are we going to do to start dealing with this barrage of phone calls that are going to be coming in? Uh, the jobs report, the real jobs report, mind you, um, when all this happened, millions of people lost their jobs. So, you know, we have, I believe the number for the amount of borrowers that we have right now is at 318 thousand where they were current on their student loans but if and then you take the 120 million who are reportedly reporting before this happened past due and you put those numbers together and you have that barrage of people that are going to contact the student loan uh providers and they had to act quick i, I mean and i will give the student loans uh, providers that because they had to figure out a way to quickly act according to the CARES Act, not affect people's credit scoring and to apply a forbearance. And so what better way than to just take everybody and boom, put them in forbearance. And, and so that part was good. They actually did that right. The issue came in when the companies who were servicing the student loans added comments to people's credit reports, such as um, loan was in forbearance or due to a national emergency, loan is in forbearance. And that's what caused people's credit score to completely just tank. Well, the story indicates that your payment history is the most important factor considered by the reporting agencies when setting a credit score, but apparently that's not the case. Your credit score is uh, one, it, it's a factor. It's 30% of what will give you your credit score. Um, and so that that's a pretty high percentage right. as to, uh, you know, what's going to determine, because there's other things that come into play there. It's, you know, how many accounts do you have? What's your debt ratio, your credit utilization? Um, how long have you had accounts open? So there's a whole lot of other things that come into play when it comes to um, determining your credit score and, and computing it. But 30% is that golden number uh, as far as your your history and, and how accounts are you know reporting being current or late. So when a loan is put in forbearance and you're not allowed to make a payment on it, they were supposed to say, well, it's in forbearance, so don't take into account this payment history. And yet apparently it seems like some of them did. Exactly. And that is where there's a lot of confusion because before the days of COVID, people had student loans that were in deferment or forbearance all the time, and it never impacted their credit score. And now all of a sudden you have at Great Lakes, for an example, where 130 million uh, 
uh, loans that they're currently servicing all saw a, a score drop, but these are people that maybe were already in forbearance. Maybe they're students, and that—that's the other thing too that nobody really thinks about. What about the students that had their loan in forbearance or deferment that also saw their score being lowered, and it, their score was fine before? I mean, they—they were always in deferment. So the question should be, what was it about the CARES Act? What was it about the way now? these loans are reporting to the credit reporting agencies are causing all of a sudden consumer scores to randomly just fall. Now, Experian said for the article that the law requires creditors to acknowledge situations where a payment adjustment has been negotiated with the creditor. But how does that really work? So if you contact your creditor, and again, it's important to note that for this to be relevant, your loans have had to have been current. If you were already, you know, 120 days or even just 30 days past due on your student loans, then at that point, that's a completely different story. Um, But if your student loans uh, were put into deferment, right now, what what caused the change was, well, okay, the best way to describe this would be um, in 2007, when we had a housing crisis. Because of the housing crisis and because of the amount of jobs that were lost, the legislators pushed through the Dodd-Frank laws and mm-hmm. regulations. Part of that had a section in there where people who could not afford to make their home payments or you know, um, lost their job because of it, something kind of similar to what we're seeing today, uh, we're able to contact their mortgage provider and say, okay, you know, I, I lost my job. I'm looking for another one. I am entitled to get a loan modification for right now. And so what happened was these mortgage lenders told consumers, it gave them bad um, advice and said, and, and bad information. The information that got back to them was, okay, so in order to be approved for the loan modification, you already have to be past due. So you cannot make your payment for three months. Well, of course, when a consumer is told don't make your mortgage payment for three months, then all of a sudden those three months are going to be forgiven. You, you know, that's right. look, anybody's going to take that money. They're going to spend it elsewhere. But what happened was these loans were still reporting as negative on the consumer credit report, even though they were not supposed to. But they were also reporting even the people who got the loan modification, which was only 3% of people who um, they passed through for for the help that they needed back in 2007, 2008. Um, and those 3% had the, the item on their lending mortgage trade item on their credit report that showed loan modified. And so when you have a specific statement like that added to your credit report, you are going to see a decrease in score. And I think that that is what happened with this. So these loans were not modified. These loans were not put in forbearance like a typical way. You have all of these providers that put in their loan as in forbearance due to a state of emergency or you know something, a disaster, natural disaster. And so when you have that comment on there, that's what's pushing people's scores lower. Now, we've heard from a lot of sources that consumers should contact their creditors to see if there's assistance available. Uh, What, in your opinion, should consumers be doing at this time? Absolutely contact their creditors. 
find out what options they have. Um, and if they have any questions, we have a hotline open that we're still uh, receiving a lot of phone calls from people because of misinformation that unfortunately is also being given from their creditor. Uh, but the first thing I would say, um, if, if you're having a hard time, if you've been affected by this, or even if you haven't been affected specifically by COVID, but because Nelnet, Navient, or any of your student loan providers decided to lower your score, um, or do something on any of your creditor trade line items, reporting on your credit reports, um, or anything that you're paying on, call them, see what you can work out. If you need to contact an attorney, um, a lot of people have been reaching out, which is why you're seeing a lot of lawsuits right now being thrown out um, against uh, student loan providers, against credit card companies. Um, so that's another realm. But usually you will, if you contact your creditor, you will um, have them work with you at least somewhat. Um, the other piece of advice that's really important, if you are able to make any payments at all, um, you know, on any account that you have open, make your payments. Try not to modify, try not to uh, forbear. Um, on any of your loans that are in forbearance um, that may have been uh, not your choice, then we tell, let people know, um, contact your student loan provider, whomever's doing that, and that you want to reverse that. The other aspect of this, because we've heard a lot about mortgages going into forbearance as well, and you've touched on that a little bit, but it seems to me that because there are so many different mortgage service companies, it sounds like there are only a few, a handful of companies that service student loans but there are so many mortgage service companies that there may be some difference there. What's the fundamental difference between a mortgage and forbearance and a student loan and forbearance? Uh, they're relatively the same. Uh, so, and, and, and so when your mortgage is in forbearance, generally what that means, and, and, and I have to back up a little bit there because it's very difficult in normal circumstances to get a forbearance on your mortgage, you almost cannot do it. Uh, even if you lost your job, if you, again, outside of any type of COVID pandemic um, unrest or what have you, um, if you contact your mortgage broker and you or your mortgage lender and you say, I've been laid off my job, I can't make a payment, they're just basically gonna tell you, too bad, so sad. Borrow it from somebody. And, and so, but a student loan, like they will typically, um, if you have room to do a forbearance, because you're only given so many, so many months that you're allowed a forbearance or a deferment, um, they're actually a little bit more willing to work with borrowers um, a bit. And then they have different programs that uh, the student loan providers, uh, they roll out to allow consumers um, the, the ability to maybe try to, to settle or to have loans forgiven, although those haven't necessarily worked um, recently either. Um, and then as far as how many student loan servicing companies there are versus mortgage uh, servicing companies there are, I, I think that there are definitely more, um, you're right, more in the way of mortgage servicing companies than there are student loan providers. 
it seems like there's only, you know, maybe 20 to 30 student loan providers who service the, the loans. A lot of this seems to be targeted on, for some reason, lowering credit scores for people kind of across the board. Do, do the credit reporting agencies have anything to gain by keeping credit scores low? Absolutely. So even before COVID, even before any of these, um, you know, recent chain of events happened, credit reporting agencies make money. The lower consumer credit score is, the more money they make. And that is what not a lot of people are aware of. Data is the number one selling, um, the, the, the biggest money maker that right. there is out there is, is consumer data. And so when a credit reporting agency has scores that are low, they sell them to people um, that are quickly wanting to buy up any of, of that consumer data. And so, you know, when your score is high, you as a consumer, you generally, you work hard to achieve good credit. Uh, you know how to manage budget and pay your bills mm -hmm. effectively to where, you know, your score is up there and, and you've learned how to continue making your money work for you. Um, but then when your score is lower, you know, maybe you've been, you've been hit on hard times, um, but you become a little bit more desperate. And so you have predatory companies, uh, lenders that will buy that consumer data. So TransUnion, Equifax, Experian, they know they're not going to make any money at all from people who have good credit scores, because mm -hmm. again, they know how to maintain their good credit. They know, don't go to a payday lender, don't go you know, and apply for something with 30% interest on it. So that's not going to be a big sell for them. The big sell are people who have the lower credit scores that buy here, pay here shops are going to buy that. And the credit reporting agencies make a lot of money by selling lower scores. So they saw this as a chain of opportunity to sure. make a lot of money. And it all goes to the bottom line. All of it. Yeah. Joey, we are out of time, but that's really good information. And uh, I always learn something when I talk to you. <laughs> and, that's, I, and I know that's the purpose. And I, I think a lot of folks are, are learning things as we chat as well. So really appreciate it. And um, we'll talk again next week. Thank you. Joey Scharf is a consumer advocate and the founder of Your 850. You can contact Joey by sending an email to joey at your850.com. Join us again for another edition of the Your 850 podcast. And until then, remember you can fight back against the credit reporting agencies, debt collectors, and creditors. I'm Tom Patton.